It's the CXM Experience, and as always, I'm your host, Grad Khan, CXO, Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler. We are continuing to talk about Super Bowl ads. Yep, that's uh, that's kind of our week. Super Bowl. You know, I've talked a little bit about you know how it feels as a naturalized American to be part of the Super Bowl. It's uh, just such a great part of what it means to be America, and I will say I do find myself often in situations where I'm going on and waxing eloquently about the amazingness of America, and Americans look at me like, what? And I think part of what makes the country great is this constant restlessness, this constant like, are we slipping? We got to make it great again, and it's like, it's not as good as it used to be, and this continual desire to be better all the time. And there's uh, some really good examples of this in this year's Super Bowl advertising. So I'm going to start with uh, with a really unusually fascinating and unusually awesome ad from, of all people, General Motors. And I got to say, that entire sentence structure is not something I ever thought would ever come out of my mouth uh, in my lifetime. But General Motors managed to put together, I think, one of the best, most entertaining, and funniest ads of the Super Bowl. And interestingly, it's had a life of its own beyond the Super Bowl. And we'll talk about that in one second. So if you hadn't had a chance to see it, uh, Will Ferrell, uh, sort of at home, bearded and very shaggy looking, uh, he somehow finds out, and he's just kind of in his garage with, he kind of looks a little bit like he's got the maps with like the the lines and the like the strings on them, kind of like how you know people are when they're serial killers. Uh, so anyway, so he's he's in his garage and he finds out that Norway produces more electric cars per capita than the United States, and all hell breaks loose in this GM ad. And so, in fact, uh, the reality of it is that for the first time, and uh, Norway is the uh, first to sell more electric cars in a year than gas-powered cars, which is kind of amazing. Um, very cool. And so anyway, so so Will Ferrell finds this out that, you know, America's not number one, and he's like, I'm got to go to Norway and find out more. And he enlists the help of a couple other people, and off they go uh, to Norway. Did you know that Norway sells way more electric cars per capita than the U.S.? Norway. <laughs> well, I won't stand for it. With GM's new Ultium battery, we're going to crush those losers. Crush them! Let's go, America. Keenan, Norway's out EVing us. Wait, what's this? Oh, it's my daughter's birthday. She's really in pirates lately. I don't lately. care. Grab an EV, meet me in Norway. Okay, can I say goodbye to my family? Nope. All right. Ah! <clears throat> Aquafina, sorry to disturb you, but Norway's beating us at EVs. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. Meet me there in an hour. Can I ride with you? No! GM's Ultium battery is made for all types of vehicles, so soon everyone can drive an EV. Oh! Why didn't we all just go together? No one will, he's probably flying private. Hey, Norway, listen up, you fish-loving! Oh, this place is adorable. Damn it. Where are you guys? We're in Finland. Where are you? I'm in Norway. Norway? You're in Sweden. Damn it! 
you got to watch it. Super amusing, super fun. Um, and Will Ferrell, I think, is uh, in, in rare, excellent form. I mean, I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan. Apparently, he's a little polarizing, but uh, I, I've loved everything he's ever done and uh, find him extremely watchable. What's super interesting about this ad, what makes it really engaging, is that there has been a response from Norway. And that's actually kind of interesting because, you know, I have been sort of somewhat critical of the Super Bowl ads for not being engaged enough in the second screen and feeling like they're a little hollow. They're just, you know, like kind of entertainment pieces, but not something that was generating a tremendous amount of social conversation beyond what we're doing right now, which is, you know, just to talk about them in general. But uh, in fact, a number of different companies in Norway have responded to the Will Ferrell GM ad including a two-minute uh, really great video um, by a university uh, in Norway. Uh, and basically, the uh, university uh, sort of provost, I guess, goes through a, a litany of other things that are super awesome about Norway uh, that they hope that Will Ferrell doesn't also find out about. Damn it! Holy mackerel. Olaf, Olaf. This is just all right for you. Uh, it smells like... Uh... Uh, fishy. I don't care. The Americans are coming, and Will Ferrell does not look happy. What do we do? We have to make a public apology, and we have to get rid of anything else that might make Will envy us in any way. If he gets so annoyed about our electric vehicles, I can't imagine how he'll react to all the other stuff. All right. Action. Dear Mr. Ferrell, dear General Motors, on behalf of our university and the rest of Norway, we are truly sorry. We want to maintain a strong and sound relationship with the United States. And of course, we shouldn't have become the leading country in the world when it comes to electrical vehicles without checking with you first. And we fully understand that you want to punch us in the face. But our collaboration with you is of utmost importance. Our student exchange, for instance. I paid tuition. Again. I paid tuition? One more time. I paid tuition. Good. But I don't pay tuition. Education in Norway is free, even for us Americans. Well, I know that, but Will Ferrell does not have to know. We also hope that we can continue our extensive research collaboration with many American universities. We collaborate, for instance, with the University of... Good afternoon, Rector. I was hoping I could talk to you about our battery research. Uh, you know that project that uses clean, renewable hydropower to recycle and reuse batteries from electric vehicles? Okay, but we'll have to talk about this later. This is really not a good time. Okay. What we're trying to say is that if you want See to... See you at the opening of the battery factory then. Yes, yes, yes. What we're trying to say is that if you want to become the number one country in the world when it comes to electrical vehicles, we won't stand in your way. We'll even help you and co-create the knowledge you need. Excuse me. Hello? Hi, Rector. I just wanted to say goodbye and then I'll see you next year. I'm off for my one-year paid maternity leave. Sorry about that. Not sorry. And so, uh, and this is kind of a very funny sort of uh, Norwegian response, which is, you know, we're an amazingly awesome country uh, and you Americans, you know, are a bunch of garbage. And I think actually this is sort of like, for me, a little bit of the, um, the difference between the two countries, which is America's always restless. Uh, America, I mean, uh, per capita, Norway may exceed America on electric vehicles, but there's like four people that live in Norway. So <laughs> in total, America vastly overwhelms the rest of the world in terms of, of electric vehicles sold. But it's, it's kind of funny because America's got this like constant restlessness. Like we got to be number one. We got to be bigger. We got to be better. We got to be stronger. We got to be faster. We got to be. 
Whereas Norway and, and, and some European countries have this sense of sort of smug self-satisfaction. And uh, I think that's kind of an interesting contrast between the psychologies of the countries. And I will note that Norway has the highest suicide rate of any country in the world. So, you know, take that for whatever it's worth uh, in terms of how awesome a country Norway is. So that is the Will Ferrell GM ad. And um, gee, I hope my listeners in Norway aren't overly offended, but potentially they are. And good news, I have no listeners in Norway. Uh, so let's go on to the so the next uh, the next uh, ad. And I want to talk a little bit about something I found quite inspiring. I mean, this, this ad, when I saw it, uh, sort of made me, I think made me cry and uh and was i think an ad that um kind of appealed to people on a on a different level and it's interestingly because it was it was from toyota and i would say that i don't know if i remembered the ad as a toyota ad and i i so i don't really want to be super critical but uh i'm just gonna like sort of put it out there that this is a fantastic piece of cinema a fantastic piece of communication, potentially not a fantastic piece of advertising, although dot, 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 we are talking about it right now and we're talking about Toyota. So, you know, it's always hard to tell sometimes. Um, but Jessica Long is a swimmer on the U.S. swim team. Uh, she was born with a, a birth condition uh, that uh, required that her two legs uh, be amputated below the knee at, at a certain age. Um, very compelling, obviously really, really tough story, um, but an inspiring story because she's become this world-class swimmer. Uh, what's even more inspiring is that she was adopted. And so the way the commercial starts is that there is a, uh, call to her, um, about to be adoptive parents and they are told that she's got this condition and, uh, and they obviously have the option of backing out. And they say, "Hey, you know, we're not gonna, we're gonna, you know, love this person and and bring her to a great life." And then they support her and help her achieve something that few others can. Mrs. Long, yes, we've found a baby girl for your adoption, but there are some things you need to know. She's in Siberia, and she was born with a rare condition. Her legs will need to be amputated. I know this is difficult to hear. Her life, it won't be easy. Mrs. Long? It might not be easy, but it'll be amazing. I can't wait to meet her. We believe there is hope and strength in all of us. Toyota, proud partner of Team USA. And it's just such an inspiring story. And as a parent, you know, you you give so much to your children and you give so much of yourself to your children and you you sacrifice so much for your kids that it's it's always you always love seeing other people doing that as well. And uh, and it's just a really 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 well produced beautiful ad uh, that I also think does a very nice job of normalizing the amputations and just making it just feel like humans. And I, I love that kind of stuff. So uh, great job by Toyota. I don't know if it was a great ad, but I really, really, really glad that you did that ad. And I got a lot of emotional um, satisfaction out of it. And, uh, and thanks. 
So now let's move on to the last part of our series, which is the Paramount Plus campaign. So a little bit of background, just so you know what's going on. So uh, CBS All Access, which is an app that was launched about two years ago, uh, it was basically launched in, in sort of coincident with the launch of Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery, the new Star Trek series, which again, I love Star Trek Discovery, just absolutely love it. And it is uh, deeply and much derided by many others in the community. So I don't know. I can't, I, I'm, I'm not sure if when I love something, it means it's not going to be liked, but I do love things that are popular. So I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the story is, but it is a fantastic series. Anyway, so CBS All Access is basically the app that uh, gives you access to all the CBS shows. And starting March 4th, um, CBS, which is owned by Paramount, is going to be rebranded from CBS All Access to Paramount Plus kind of, you know, somewhat echoing or mimicking the Disney Plus launch, which was, as we know, extremely successful. And it will include BET. Uh, it'll include um, uh, CBS. It'll include all the Paramount libraries. It'll, it'll be a Nickelodeon's part of it. So it'll be a tremendous amount of stuff. And what they did is they put together a pretty clever campaign. So the Paramount logo, as you know, is the uh, mountain. And if you've ever seen uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the original Indiana Jones movie. Um, it's one of my favorite openings because they start with the Paramount logo. It's a Paramount movie. And then the Paramount logo uh, fades out to the shape of a mountain in South America where Indiana Jones is uh, moving towards to um, find a, an idol in one of the graves. And uh, if, you, if you've not seen the movie in a long time, check out that opening again. It's incredibly subtle, but a beautiful move by Steven Spielberg. Anyway, so uh, Paramount Plus is kind of launching. And what they did is they did a really clever job over a, a number of different ads in the um, Super Bowl of having different characters from different series like Snooki uh, and they had Beavis and Butthead and they had you know, all sorts of different people. Uh, they had, you know, Commander from Discovery. They had Picard. And it was like Jean-Luc Picard was great. It was, it, it was awesome. And they basically are climbing Mount Paramount. And when they get to the top, they all have drinks and do a little bit of a dance with uh, Jean-Luc. And so our heroes reach the summit of Paramount Mountain, where they are greeted by a very handsome man in a tuxedo. Patrick Stewart? Yes. It was I who summoned you all here. But why? Don't you see? This is a metaphor for how we're all streaming on Paramount Plus now. Bingo, genius. Sorry, we climbed all the way up this mountain for a metaphor. Well, some of us did. Well, it is elegant storytelling. It's a little complicated. I lost an arm. I lost a glove. I'm going home. Oh, silly goose, you are home. We live here now, on Mount Paramount. Isn't it glorious? What are we supposed to do up here? We dance. Sure, let's make it weirder. So, uh, so check that out. I think uh, did a nice job of landing Paramount Plus. Um, it was, you know, an advantage in that it was uh, CBS that was carrying the game. I actually watched the game on CBS All Access, so I watched it on an app uh, on Apple TV, you know, over uh, internet connection. So I'm kind of cable cutter, and um, yeah, I'm super clear. Like I March fourth, like I get it. Uh, it's going to change. And I know what's on there. And I'm, I mean, I'm actually relating all this stuff to you right now without reading anything. 
Like I, this is just the impression the commercial made on me that I'm giving you right now. So that's not bad. Uh, so Beavis and Butthead tells me Comedy Central is part of it too. Like see how they sort of, they've done a nice sort of um, connection there. And so check it out, Paramount Plus. Nice job, everybody. And uh, I think I'm going to wrap for today. Um, I've got some other stuff I want to talk about. So I think this is going to be the end of our Super Bowl commercial festival. I've really enjoyed it. But it is kind of weird that as the week wears on and the Super Bowl fades, it becomes almost less and less relevant, which would tell me that, again, that second screen experience would have been really good to have because the tail on this thing is kind of short. Anyway, that's it for today. For the CXM Experience, I'm Grad Khan, and I'll see you... <laughs> yeah, I'll see you next time.